When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? I'm Io. And I'm Olivia. And you're listening to another absolutely flawless episode of Iconography. Yes, it's just begun, but sometimes when you know... You know. You simply know. You simply know. This is one of our little post-pandemic, mid-post... Mid, mid, <laughs> deeply mid-pandemic. Perhaps even in, early pandemic. I live in two Americas, and they're post-racial and post-pandemic. <laughs> Sounds that's great. Live, it sounds that that's sounds incredible. Reside. Whichever country you're living I'm in sipping, sounds tight. Sipping limeade on my lawn. I'm chillaxing. <laughs> I'm playing bocce with my neighbors. There are all types of ways. <laughs> all types way. of ways. That's how we describe all diversity. Types of ways my neighbors. And it works. And when you describe it like that, it works so perfectly. Yeah, people love that. <laughs> Olivia, how have you been? I've been good. It's kind of, um, it's warming up in New York. I was in the park earlier today, keeping my distance from other people, but still enjoying the sunshine. You're in the park slurping hot dogs, kissing strangers on the mouth, you liar. (laughs) That is true. I did um, give a, a, I did French kiss the guy who like pushes around like freezy ices. Um, So Mm -hmm. if he gets Corona, I'm so upset. (laughs) I'm fucked. How are you? (laughs) I'm okay. I also went for a, a walk today. It's been warm in LA. People oh, wow. Is it? Has it been? People That's so crazy. It's been warm in I'm LA? Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to let you in on a little inside of Hollywood info, a little uh-huh. blind item. One planet in the sky is particularly hot here. <laughs> That's not what? how the weather works. What does that mean? What are you well, that's saying? That's how the weather works, right? Like the sun decides which parts of the planet it wants to make hot. But you said cold. one planet in the sky is hot. Uh-huh. So it's... Yeah, but then I forgot that the sun is also a star. What was that movie? Do you remember that movie, The Sun is Also the a Star? The Sun is Also a Star, yeah. Um, well, that's Hollywood for you. Yeah. We remember movies. We forget them. We remember them. the names of movies. On this podcast, we remember the names of movies. We also talk about celebrities, icons, public figures, the people we know and love and love to hate and hate to love. Oh, baby, it's iconography. But before we... Oh, oh, nope. You go ahead. I was going to just say, before we introduce our guest, who has brought on an icon that I'm very excited to talk about, we do a little icon of the week gabbing. Io and I both have someone we've been thinking about this week, kind of ruminating over 
And we just kind of gab about them, give them their little moment in the sun early in you the You gotta app. get your due. You gotta get your due sometimes. So, Olivia, may I ask you? Yeah. Who's... What, what, what's your planet shining on right now? The, the planet that I, the sun, am shining on right now is um, one Mr. Sidney Pollock. Uh, because I did, in fact, you know, watch Michael Clayton last night, uh, a movie he did produce and has a supporting role in. And I was just like watching it and I was like, wow. Whenever Sidney Pollock shows up, I just get a little excited. Tootsie, great. Uh, out of Africa good movie fucking he directed that aretha franklin yeah uh, amazing amazing grace, grace. Mm-hmm. we love him i love michael clayton i love cindy Pollock. i almost made michael clayton the character my icon and i decided that would be going too far that might well hey on this crazy wacky show <laughs> on this absolute sweet nutso butso show yeah can't ever go too far um, baby. yeah honorable mention to uh michael clayton tilda swinton tom wilkinson um all of the the big the lo- 10 loaves of bread that tom wilkinson holds at one point during michael clayton ladies and gentlemen Shout out. miss imdb yeah baby. <laughs> that is what they're calling me over in here in new york I have a question for you because yeah. I um, watched Tootsie for the first time this year. Oh, wow. And I found it to be deeply reprehensible. I found it to be a <laughs> horror film. I took no pleasure from Tootsie. No pleasure Tootsie from gave Tootsie? Me no joy. Okay. Tootsie gave me no joy whatsoever. Okay. Hmm. I don't know what this. Are you He's asking a me a question? Are you asking me a question? Yeah, why is it allowed? Why is it allowed? Why haven't we canceled Tootsie? <laughs> okay, Tootsie is allowed for one, Terry Gar in an incredible supporting performance. Okay. She's very good. She's very Bill good. Bill Murray's really good. Bill Murray's Being really normal. good. There's a bit where Dustin Hoffman is like uh with what's her face? Jessica Lang and she mm-hmm. like she's like trying to call someone on the phone and she picks up a banana. That's really funny. Okay. I'm like, mm, have half on the banana. I was with I, you. Okay. I I think it's reprehensible that they made it into a musical. I think that's a horrible idea. Oh, yeah. That well, happened. And it was nominated for the, Tony's. I, yeah, I did the book for it. Yeah, well, you did. I don't think you did a good job. I'm sorry. I have to be frank with you. Well, obviously, I hate the, the source material. <laughs> you could tell in the, in the audience, you could tell that the book was coming from a deep place of resentment. And it was yeah. just fully a cash grab. Well, I kept trying to write that song. They cut it, the uh, second dress. Uh, but um, it's, uh, my name's Tootsie. I fucking hate my life. I'm a piece of shit. Her name I'm isn't Mr. Tootsie. I'm Mr. Tootsie. Her name is Dorothy Michaels. I think the person who wrote this didn't recall that many details because they hate this movie, Mr. Tootsie. That's like the big dance. Number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I ultimately think it was good that it got cut. Um, Here's I, the, okay, wh- well, thank you for giving me your opinion. That's the other thing is that, okay, his character basically does a bad Terry Gar impression. I which mean, is mean it, to Terry Gar. It is hilarious that that movie's whole premise is like, men can't get any good roles. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> what? That's crazy. You know who can? Terry Gar. Terry Gar. Which, not not untrue. I mean, where did she go, you know? Justice for oh. her. Oh, wait. Give me one second. Terry. 
<laughs> oh, I forgot she's your roommate. Dark. And bitch, don't clean. <laughs> my my new rumor is that Terry Gar is dirty. She's Terry your Gar roommate and she sucks. <laughs> Terry Gar is my bad roommate. I wonder if Terry Gar is a landlord. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, there are no good landlords, but if I had to pick some, like, uh, formerly pretty famous actress to be my landlord. There she seems like a fine one. That's a good one. Ayo, who's your icon this week? My icon this week. Um, well, you know what I'll say. I'll switch hmm. it up. I'm not okay. going to bring my prepared icon. Oh. I'm going to bring. I'm going to bring somebody who I was reminded of because we just talked about Terry Gar for. I'm looking at uh, the twenty minutes. I think seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, cool. And, um. And uh, I watched her in a movie last night, a, a little flick called Mr. Mom. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of that? Is that Kevin Costner? Who's the man? Who's Mr. Mom? Not Kevin Costner. Well, Kevin Costner is not in it. Okay. But, um, is, it's some man that's like Birdman. Kevin Costner. Oh, Michael yeah, Keaton. Michael yes. Keaton. Who Michael is Keaton a- and Kevin Costner are the same person the same to me. Thing. That's yeah. canon. Yeah. Yeah, that's So wait, true. who's... There's, there's, anyways... Well, I think it's Terry Gar actually. Okay. It's gonna be Michael Keaton, but because he's hot in that movie, but I forgot his name, so <laughs> So clearly it didn't stick that enough to be a true icon. Okay. He's really hot in the movie, but it's Terry Gar because you know, he does a good job. Shout out Terry Gar. Incredible performance in After Hours. Apparently incredible in Mr. Mom. Great in mm-hmm. Tootsie. Bad roommate. Doesn't horrible do her roommate. Some things can be forgiven though. Always have to push her to take out the trash, but she held it down when she held it down. And speaking of holding it down, we've got somebody, we've, we've, we've got a guest here who's going to talk about an icon. And our, our guest has been holding it down, some might say, in, in, the, in the great podcast space race. <laughs> He's been holding it down on Twitter.com. He's been holding it down. In his illustrious writing career, you know, he's a man who, when you Google him, he's got a notable work section underneath his name. He's that currently happened to everybody. He just scratched his face to, to flex a wedding ring and an Apple Watch. So you he's know, married. he's married and Apple rich. Watch. <laughs> so he's very that's rich as awesome. hell. And I don't want to get too emotional, but um, he's my mentor. And <laughs> he's mentoring me right now, folks. It's the one and only Hayes Davenport. Can I? Do we have to just keep going, or can I just unburden myself of all the things I wanted yeah, to say during sure. the Tootsie conversation? Ahead. Jump in. Okay. Terry Gar got multiple sclerosis. Uh, that's why she <laughs> left Hollywood. Oh, fuck us. I uh, <laughs> what I'm hearing your the, the your inability to relate to Tootsie. What I'm hearing is the privilege of never really having struggled in your Hollywood <laughs> career. <laughs> okay, so you me. you see Michael Dorsey's desperation, and you're like, why doesn't he just get like a lot of jobs? It's not my fault that my dad's the WB frog. <laughs> uh, I, I I think it's smart of you that you changed your name. <laughs> from IOB Frog. Yeah, I think that that was wise of you. Thank you. Uh, what else? Tootsie, Tootsie. Oh, I like the part in Tootsie where like there's a song about Tootsie in the middle of it, and it's like, <laughs> gotta go, Tootsie, way to go. 
Uh, I'd never really see that before, a song that's about the character that you're... Mm. Oh, and also, Aya, when you sort of ripped up your prepared text for your icon and uh, just went uh, from the heart, Mm -hmm. that's actually something that Tootsie does, that Dorothy Michaels does. (laughs) In her final, in the yeah. final live performance, that kind when of they is are the climax of Tootsie. Yeah, yes. I remember. I remember. Yeah. So you're saying in a way that I need to look back at the text and I have to, I have to stop having. Such I a think that up. you should just look and see that you are you relate more to Tootsie than I think you understand, and I think you're blocking yourself from getting. Well, it's the horror it's, of recognition. Yeah, it is. It's it's okay, and um. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Hayes. I hope you and Olivia have a great time. I have to <laughs> go. <laughs> I have to go sort of watch Tootsie and psychoanalyze myself again. Um, Hayes. Yes. How's it hanging? How are you? I love it. I love Hi. that. Hey. I love it. Hayes, how are you? I love texting anyone, anything, just like the mildest, <laughs> like, oh, I saw your name on a show or something. And then being like, thanks. And then like two minutes later, the bubbles come up. And then it's the like, how are you? How's things been? How are you? How's it going? People are obsessed with being like, okay. Are you okay? And it's like, I mean, are any of them? I don't know. How's everything? (laughs) Like, I'm fine. I guess. Hey, you're just checking in. Hey, just checking in. Hey. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm thanks. as good as I can be. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm actually, you know, I'm good now. I'm good now. <laughs> a lot better now. Anytime anybody says that, no matter what your relationship to them is, that's my challenge for all of us this week. We all just have to respond a lot better now. Oh. <laughs> Every time I get like like someone from work like calls me because a Zoom is just like too much. They're like, oh, hey, how are you? I'm, and now I'm just gonna be like, I'm a lot better now. Thank you so much. <laughs> so fucking. Stupid. And they'll just be like, oh great, okay, oh great, good. cool, oh great, awesome, oh, okay, <laughs> cool, cool. So can you um, did you see my Slack message? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, speaking of Slack, yeah, you know, I think the icon you picked. Isn't somebody who does that? Hey. My icon, the frontline workers. <laughs> My icon, the people who clap at 7 p.m. for the frontline workers. I love the frontline workers. Um, I stand them. I. <laughs> it. Uh, my response to you know these are people in industries that uh, just happen to be the ones that were drafted into mm-hmm. a war, basically. Because we didn't put together, we decided to just be like, well, they'll just keep working instead of like figuring out a way for them to like be safe. And my response is, thank you. <laughs> my response is to go out with like yay. a pan yes, every night, hit it with a thank spoon. You. Sick. I shoot bottle rockets in the street every night <laughs> for the frontline workers. My icon wants to be a frontline worker. He so as Does soon he? as I did this, as soon as I chose my icon, did I say who yes. it is? LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. You remember when James. that little kid said that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we remember when the kid says that. Ace. It's comforting and sad to me in a way that that little kid is also dealing with <laughs> the effects of coronavirus. <laughs> How old that do you think that is kid like, is now? We're really all in this together. He's probably yeah. not that. Well, God. I mean, like, it depends on. It was shot on a phone, so it can't have been 
shot until like after 2013. I, he's probably like five I, or six. I right? imagine he is doing Zoom school right now. Like that he is in his. Yeah. He, that is how yeah. he's feeling the effects of it most likely. He's I think been doing kind of a Zoom school for a while as his <laughs> career has taken off. Yeah. He yeah. is used to this kind of educational environment. Right. He doesn't go to like a traditional class anymore. Uh, I chose LeBron James, and then like two days later, he was like, "Let's play basketball again. Everyone should go back to work. Every like come back." And I was like, "Oh, I don't know if this is very good, but, but I'll talk about now. yeah, I'll talk about LeBron James from when I chose him yes. as my icon a couple of days ago. What's your two's relationship to LeBron James? No, no, Mister Podcaster." <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. I just like well, I just default. To, okay. like, I'm just very curious, and I think that's why I've been so successful in this space. <laughs> okay, first of all, I you don't care about sports. Let's just get that on the record. Is that true? Let's get it on the record. It's sports true. ball. Oh, he put it in the in the metal ring. Oh, I'm I'm happy. I guess. Oh, ha ha. Oh, I guess oh, like my whole I life laugh, is different I now. Oh, I laugh, I laugh at you trying to make a mockery of me. I appreciate sports. I do. Olivia, you've seen me at a game. I get into it. I love to When have I, I seen excited. you at a game? At the page, at the at the at the Super Bowl games. We all watch them together. Oh, we don't go to like live. Io doesn't really like sports, together, but she though. went she's been to every Super Bowl. <laughs> I go Okay, no, specifically, hold on, hold on. My dad's got box seats. Hold on. I've seen Io at Super Bowl parties where the Patriots are playing, which is a very different thing. Yeah, but you see me. Yeah, you only care about, like, hometown teams, and specifically the Patriots. Oh! I... I do. I mean, yeah, that's my relationship to sports is is turning into a psychopath when the Patriots are winning the Super Bowl. Because that's what when the Patriots beat the Falcons, Io sat on me. That's true. She screamed in my face while she was sitting on me. We were all having fun. Were we? Yes, you were laughing. Exactly. You and I, I probably have the same thing with like the Patriots and like Tom Brady specifically, and LeBron is like this too. Where like that is a very strong. So few things from my like youth exist. Yes. yes. And are like in kind of the same way. And now that he's not on the Patriots anymore, even that is gone now, it's basically. Jarring. But like to think that, but even before like nine eleven, when I was like a little kid. Tom Brady was like a real like uh, a big famous part of my life, mm. and then is still doing that means I, that I am still a little kid. Yeah, and so in a way, <laughs> yeah, that's what yes. I said. That kind of <laughs> is like how I feel about LeBron, who has seemingly just yeah. like been around my entire life. Like yeah. I looked up how old he was right before we did this, and I was like, he's only thirty five. Like. Because he's just been well. famous since he was, like, 17, 18. Like. And has not really declined. No, that's uh, the crazy at, thing. Like, he's still... Uh, he's only gotten better. That's not true. Is he getting uh, worse now? He's, like, he, well, slowing his, down a bit. And he isn't on as good of teams. Like, he doesn't have this, like... When he was on the, the Cavs, it was, like... Yeah. Um, and now he's on the Lakers, and he has to deal with, like, what? Like, Lonzo Ball or whatever, like... So his game has evolved a little bit to be much more 
uh, pass heavy. He he doesn't like do it by himself the way he used to. But so I'll just run down his career briefly. He was drafted. Uh, he's almost exactly one year older than me. Uh, so he was drafted in 2003 uh, when I was a junior in high school and he was a senior. Wow. Uh, and I remember seeing him on the cover of School Sports Magazine. Okay. And of course, that, that famous publication yeah. that we all got. That we all had, yeah, subscriptions to and went to the annual Oscar party. This is <laughs> like... Uh, I owe you sort of know this about New England, which is like for like a lot of athletes, in particular black athletes, there's this like sort of like you can't be too good. Mm -hmm. Like then you're like arrogant. Basically, if you're like a if you're like a superstar, then everyone's sort of like, okay, humbled. Yeah, exactly. And I definitely what like at some point that did happen for me with lebron so lebron got drafted in 2003 for his hometown team cleveland cavaliers he's from akron his uh he got drafted right out of high school near the end of that being allowed so now basketball players have to either go to college or play pro like internationally for a year before they can get drafted yeah uh and that happened, uh, that rule changed in like the mid-2000s. So he was one of the last ones. Mm. He is obsessed with high school. Everything about his life today is uh, designed to replicate his life when he was in high school. <laughs> he is surrounded by all of his friends from high school. He is married, he married to, to his, his girlfriend, Savannah Branson. Um, he, uh, his kids are in high school. I mean, like, how obsessed <laughs> <laughs> can you be? Uh, but he, uh, he, and he's, so the fact that he got drafted by Cleveland was crazy. And like, this is like his, uh, connection to that area is like so powerful and has remained so. And he stayed there for a few years. He first went to the finals in 2000. He was rookie of the year. He was a star from like, as soon as he showed up, well, he, he was lived a star up, li- like in high school too, right? People yes. would like, they would play in like a college arena because people wanted to come and see this like 17 year old be incredible at basketball the hype was completely unprecedented uh and basically that is what like in the sort of long term the thing that amazes me about him the most is that he never went insane from just like having way too much attention paid to him he never even really became weird if that like he is the most normal guy he's kind of he's definitely corny uh he like has a sense of humor of like a 50 60 year old uh he like he's he's just a very normal person for the level of attention that has been paid to him we can get think, into the quality of his on-screen performances oh we will point. obviously discuss okay great lebron the actor that's crucial <laughs> That's how I got into him was train wreck. <laughs> That's how I found him. I was like, this guy's funny. What is he? Oh. What else does he do? Hmm. I was like, wow. This guy is a really good actor. I feel like we're the same age, and that makes me feel weird. Uh, oh, he's going He's going punch for punch with Bill. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, the fact that he... 
I think that was a very deliberate choice on his part, kind of at the beginning of his career, to be a role model in a lot of different ways. Uh, and I think I, I believe that, like, even if that is a calculated decision that you make, eventually the person that you decide to be for like your public persona becomes who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, I think at some point, like there isn't really any distinction there. Cause you're just like doing it all the time. So like, who cares? Yeah. Uh, I remember when I was in college was when he first went to the finals with the Cavs in 2007 on a team, like you said, Olivia, that was total dog shit. Everyone around him was terrible. Like the second best player was a seven foot Lithuanian guy named Zydrunas Ilgauskas, who <laughs> looked like seventy years old, could not run. Uh, and LeBron, this was in the this was before the finals. Actually, this was the Eastern Conference Finals. They played the Pistons. This was a good Pistons team that had won the championship like a couple years earlier. Uh, and LeBron it was a double overtime game. He scored twenty nine out of the last thirty points. If you watch highlights of it, it is a an alien. Un, it's an unrecognizably human act like like you it, it, it has no connection to anything that you've done with your body ever this game well anything you've done with your body pace <laughs> uh do you uh, well sure if you want to talk about your like you yeah, about my like, basketball I, I know career? that you don't really like sports because you don't get what is so hard about them <laughs> <laughs> they're really easy i'm shooting buckets i was gonna say i have seen io dunk so yeah that's <laughs> Like twice. Yeah, it's so, like it's, she does make by it look accident. really easy. I mean, I'm tripping up. I'm, that's all I can say. I'm tripping upwards. I, I watched this game in uh, my now wife's dorm. I had moved into her dorm room because mine was too messy. Oh god! <laughs> uh, and we had been dating for like really not very long. Honestly, like probably a week or two at that point. <laughs> And I fully moved into her dorm room because mine was, like, not really habitable. And I couldn't take shower. Was we it had your my- mess? Part- mostly. Okay. My roommates <laughs> and I had got uh, bought a Jack LaLanne juicer that we Jesus used Christ. once. And then it got, like, all full of uh, fruit uh, parts. Yeah, because you have so- to clean those. And we-, and we didn't, But we didn't have room to, like, put it anywhere. So we had to keep it in the shower. No. And so, and then like move it in and out of the shower every time that uh, we had to take a shower, and so I I just had to get out of there. So I moved into my wife's uh, dorm, and I really hated all like communal spaces in college. I hated everyone there, but that was like a memorably great communal experience. Was watching this game with a group of people that I I didn't really know, and everyone just like freaking out. So that was cool. I just keep going. <laughs> I what where do you, where where are you where where are you with this? Let's find ourselves. Let's find our bearings. I'm following perfectly. Are you following be, the narrative? I'm, I'm following the narrative perfectly. I'm either willing to have it keep going, Olivia. If you want to punctuate with some sports thoughts, feel free to. Olivia, you're a sports head. I am specifically a basketball head. Um, oh wow! I I don't care about baseball or football or soccer, but I love watching basketball and I do love watching LeBron James play, um, because to me he's like he's like a a great solo player, but like when he like locks in with like a group of guys, like towards the end of his like Cavs career when it was like 
him and Kyrie and Mm -hmm. Kevin Love just kind of all like mind melding in that way. It was like something really spectacular to watch in a way that like even with the Warriors, I'm like, this is too mechanic. Like this is too mechanical. This is too like robotic. And I don't like it just doesn't look fun. But like watching like peak like second era Cavs play was always like super, super fun. Yeah, he became one of the best passers ever uh, and made everyone on his team better and never really played with, never really had to play with a great uh, passing point guard. Like Kyrie is a great like dribbler and shooter, but LeBron is always the one that like makes everyone else on his team better, which was weird because like he was such a great individual player, like you were saying. But so after Cleveland, everybody knows he announced that he was going to play for the Miami Heat. Doesn't doesn't uh, he say I'm taking my talents? Is that when he says that? Yes, he said he was taking his talents to South Beach and everyone got really pissed and he was trying to do it in like the nicest way possible where he went to a boys and girls club in Connecticut and he announced it like all the proceeds from this show, the TV show that I'm making to announce uh, where I'm going, we'll go to these like little kids. Like, isn't that nice? And everyone was like, fuck you. We hate this. Uh, because he was going to play with his friends, Dwayne Wade yeah. and Chris Bosch. The banana he, like, boat want- crew. He is obsessed with being friends with people. Yeah. <laughs> I, do you so- know about the banana boat? I do not know about the banana boat. The banana boat is this iconic image of uh, LeBron. Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, and Gabrielle Union literally on like a raft that is shaped like a banana and they're all just like hanging out and having a good time. And it's great. One of the most notable things about it is LeBron's big old tush. (laughs) He's got a wagon. He does. Uh, He absolutely has that wagon and he, uh, talk about a a planet that's also a star. Uh, (laughs) He uh the way he's like positioned on the on the on the banana boat yeah, really like highlights it in the, out. In like the he's like way. maybe leaning forward a little bit and you can really <laughs> I would suggest yes. googling it. It's great. Okay. For the listeners. Uh, but this was before the banana boat. I think he actually left Miami when the banana boat happened. That was when he went back to yeah. Cleveland. But so he went to Miami and I hated him for doing that. <laughs> and uh like with uh, like everyone else reveled in the fact that that first year in Miami, he went to the finals and lost to Dallas and mm-hmm. everyone loved it uh, because he, people hated this too. Great when, humbling. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like we did not like seeing this by all appearances, very nice person uh, who has more uh, talent than anyone else in the world. He was not allowed to succeed on his own terms with his friends. And I also think it's like this thing of like he there was so much of like he's leaving like his he got drafted to his hometown team like mm-hmm. like was incredible there and then was like bye and it felt like an entire state was like like well, had their heart ripped burning out. their jersey yeah, there was like that? jersey yes. burning. Yes. And uh the owner of the team uh, of the Cavs Dan Gilbert uh, wrote a letter in Comic Sans, uh, announced <laughs> like basically saying like we don't even need you, bitch, and like <laughs> like go then. Who cares? I and wanted you to go. Wingdings, fuck. Yeah, and actually you're fired. <laughs> so get out of here. 
and he promised that the Cavs would win a championship before the Miami Heat did, which was not even close to true, ultimately. They became awful, obviously. Um, so LeBron goes to Miami, loses to Dallas that first year. Everyone loves it because people felt the same way when like Kevin Durant went to Golden State. Like it makes sense you want to preserve a certain level of competitive balance in the league. Like you want it to be fun. You want your own team to have like kind of a chance. But when LeBron went to Miami with these two other superstars, it just felt like that was ruined, basically. And then for the couple years after that, it basically was. They want like he won uh two championships in a row there. Uh and then lost to Sorry, not two championships in a row. Please cut that. Please cut that. <laughs> we'll, we'll totally cut out. You have it's to cut that. It's the only thing that's going to be in our episode. <laughs> he won two championships there, uh, and then the and then lost. A, a champ- uh, wait, am I remembering this wrong, Olivia? Did he win two in a row? I don't. I don't think it was two in a row. I'll clarify it for you. Yeah, I'll please. <laughs> he he like he he lost to Dallas. And then he lost to – did he lose to San Antonio twice? This is so embarrassing. I have a podcast about basketball, the flagrant ones. He did win two in a row. I'm the dumbest person in the world. So he lost to Dallas, won two championships in a row. They were super dominant. And then he lost to the Spurs, and then he decided – he announced that he was going back to Cleveland. And that really did make me like him again. I thought it was so cool that he was going to like bring his hometown a championship, which he did do. It was one of the greatest finals ever. Uh, and he he beat the Golden State Warriors, which were like – and he was an underdog again. That's what made it special. Mm. He was like he, – he crafted his own narrative in a way that like he uh, – like it, it made people like – it made me like him again that he had made it more difficult for himself. And I just it, like – I naturally like... craft narratives in my head. It's just like storytelling just comes – so naturally to me go ahead and then it was like um then it was it was just like that there was that like three year stretch where the finals were always like Cavs warriors Cavs warriors Cavs warriors which was which honestly was like this is is this this is kind of boring like it did get boring especially because the first one was great and then the next two were not really competitive at all well the the in the last one the warriors swept and it was just like yeah this is what is the point here i hate this yeah it was uh and it, it so it became not fun anymore uh and so then he went to the lakers who stunk their first year uh but then they got anthony davis and were very good this season they were like a one seed and then everyone got uh coronavirus and now there is no more basketball. But okay. Le- if Le- but LeBron, if LeBron has his gather way. the people together. Yeah. He wa- apparently reports say that he and the other like a, a lot of other stars got together and were got like got together. No. Yeah, Spat they got to they kissed. <laughs> they got <laughs> together and kissed to prove that it's not that at least that real. isn't a way that you can communicate you can't even, it. Yeah. Uh, but he is i think scared rightfully so about he's 35 about like his window closing yeah and he has like great he has a great team now he has a great shot at winning another championship 
in a third city. Um, and he just has th- to do the Tom Brady method and, and eat and cut out tomatoes of his diet and play until he's 107. Yeah, and kiss his son on the lips. Yeah. Okay, Hayes, Hard. I have a question. Did you want him to go to the Lakers, or did you have some other preference for him? I wanted him to go to the Clippers because I have uh, Clippers half-season tickets. And so that was what I wanted to happen for my own benefit only. Uh, but I, w- when he went to the Lakers, I was like, that's cool. This is like, I think it's a fitting, like for him to just peter out in Cleveland would have sucked. And when he left the second time, Cleveland fans were like, okay, now it's fine. No one was really mad. Uh, he also started a school in yeah. Akron, the mm-hmm. I Promise School which is not even a charter. It's like a straight up public school, which is like totally unprecedented. There are a lot of athletes that start these charter Charter schools schools. that end up every, like two years later, everyone involved is in jail. So many, (laughs) the kids reading levels are lower than when they came in. So many people are dead. It's like, (laughs) it goes so badly. But Every appara- single charter school turns into a trap house. It's really... But he, like, just plowed a lot of money into the Akron public school system and built this school that, I, my understanding, have I done a lot of research on this? No. But I think it's, like, going well. And I, and, and, I and like, read like an it. article that was, like, a year after they opened it, and all the kids were like, we love it here. They gave us all bikes. Like, we're getting That's a lot right. of attention. They all, got they all got bikes so they can bike back and forth to school. LeBron loves to ride his bike. He biked to the Q, Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland, for every game when he was living there. And when he came to L.A., and all these like bike activists I know were like, LeBron, you should ride your bike to Staples Center from Brentwood. And it was like, obviously, no. that is not going to happen. His life is worth way <laughs> too much. I'll die on the highway. <laughs> I heard one time that he spends a million dollars a year just like on his body. Yeah, just throwing that out there as just oh, kind of a figure for us to think like about. It looks, it looks that it looks like it, he's getting a deal based on what it looks like. <laughs> Isn't he the one yeah. who made like cryogenic? He loves cryo. Be like popular. Yes, he uh, he does a like. I think he also did the like oxygen deprivation tank. Yeah, or like a lot of them will sleep in a tank that uh, makes their lungs have to work harder. Um, I don't know if he did that, but he definitely did get some cryotherapy. But he doesn't, with the exception of last season, which a lot of people thought that he did on purpose because the team was bad, he doesn't really get hurt despite his Mm. age. And, yeah, his body is, like, ridiculous. And the wagon just continues to swell. (laughs) That thing's chugging. I do like that, like, LeBron is like, my body is a temple, blah, 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 blah. But also will be like... I'm addicted to wine. Like, I love a fancy yeah. wine. The man loves a, a nice wine and, like, maybe a cigar occasionally, like, mm. more than anyone. Have you watched? Uh, well, not more than anyone. Well, not more than watched- Michael Jordan. Yes. <laughs> who was addicted to cigars. <laughs> if you've ever liked to see uh, the effect that cigars can have on the color of your eyes, watch. Yellow. <laughs> Just straight up the last yellow. Dance. Michael Jordan, Where? not okay. Not a well man. He doesn't look. Okay, very this is a good segue. Who do you think is better, LeBron or 
Michael Jordan. The time no one will ever, no matter what LeBron does, no one will ever let LeBron win this argument. I think partly Mm -hmm. because of his body, which was not like like people like Jordan more because what Jordan is doing looks more impressive because he was like kind of scrawny even for that time. He was small and was like drafted lower because of his not being seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. And LeBron is not like seven feet, but his like body is ridiculous. But he also he created that. Like he was like pretty scrawny when he came out yeah, of he looked high like school. A teenager. He looks like a tall exactly. teenager. Exactly. He looks completely different. Also, uh it has been fun to track people have done like mathematical studies of this. The way his headband just like moved farther and farther yes. back on his head over the years to cover his receding his, hairline. It's like, you yeah. can get that fixed, babe. But he like, didn't? He did. He, yeah, he did. But it didn't look... What, I don't know. Well, I no, think he, it was like he had to come out when it was like fresh out. Like he really couldn't go in hiding in recovery time. Yeah. So there was a there was a period where it was definitely looking rough. And I think there were also periods where he like was going to the barber and just like getting that sort of like the like black she yeah. that they do to like fill in the front while it was receding he has figured it out this i know about <laughs> he's figured out he's done the jeremy piven thing mm-hmm. where like he like he has settled into something that works fine and he couldn't come all the way back because then that, that would be like too shocking it's too but it's definitely you have a much to better kind shape. of meet in the middle have you watched the shop olivia I have watched like clips of the shop. I haven't watched the full shop, but I do um, appreciate LeBron's like, like I think one of the reasons LeBron went to the Lakers is because he loves like Hollywood. He definitely does love Hollywood. And this is a thing that a lot of players have like decided is like the next step of their Kobe was doing it. Elton Brand, this other star, started like producing movies. Baron Davis produces movies. And dated um, Laura Dern. I know that's who dated yes, Laura Dern. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so he and his like manager, Maverick Carter, who is one of his high school friends, have like teamed up to basically Incredible try and. Name like take over hollywood and that's where and like it's where the sh- on the shop it's like the idea is that they're like shooting the shit in a barber shop but it's mm-hmm. where drake went to be like here's the deal with push a t mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. that's what it's and like. showed a photo of his kid yeah. to be like look how much i love this kid i actually have a, a picture of the kid in my phone is that what someone <laughs> that's who what has- love <laughs> is <laughs> Would an absent father do this? <laughs> and I'm showing it to you. Look how excited I am. Uh, and they have, uh, to, to what you're saying, Olivia, they had these huge wine, the like wine glasses that are like buckets, but they do the like very classy thing where it's like not all the way, it's not full that much. It's like a huge glass that only has like a little bit of wine in it at all, at all times. But they drink wine in the shop. What else? I just thought of, uh, something that maybe people were saying around the time the shop was premiering that uh, uh, is probably not relevant now, but a good tweet would have been like, the shop, like with what LeBron does to his hair, it should be called like the science lab. (laughs) (laughs) Or something like that. I think we could workshop that a little bit. 
Um, this is why you're you're my mentor. This is why. That I, is how you get to twenty nine point one thousand followers. <laughs> That's uh, how you get notable works. Notable works. The shop. Uh, I, where is the shop? I don't even know. Where, like, where is the actual shop I where they the film? The shop it? is like a set, right? Yeah. There's no. no it's way. in Toronto. What is it in Drake's house? I just looked it up. It's in a. It's a shop in Toronto because they, they make shot LeBron it. Go to Toronto. I guess they shot it in like one All Star Weekend or something. I don't know. Or maybe they do different shops the same shop i saw the one clip when lil nas x was on with kevin hart yeah oh, that, that was, was fun crazy. they fought <laughs> and he's and he said that kevin hart's homophobic was that what yes, it was about pretty yeah much because he was like yeah you know like it is hard be like being gay <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's like hard <laughs> and did kevin hart apologize Mm, does Kevin Hart? Yeah, Kevin has Hart's he ever for his perfect apologies? <laughs> Kevin I Hart, Kevin who Hart loves to like icon. own up to his mistakes and be like, you know what, I was wrong. I shouldn't have said this that. Like, so my icon is somebody who is really important to me, and uh, it's somebody who's influenced me comedically, and it's Kevin Hart. Obviously. Is this Hayes or JFK? <laughs> uh, what is? What's the impression there? <laughs> I like I can't really get that timbre, so I sort of just decided to take artistic liberties. Timbre. Yeah. I think it's timber. You're thinking about one Isn't of your Tomla? other icons. Isn't it like French? Yeah, like I <laughs> when I just heard what Hayes said. <laughs> what I like about that um the Kevin Hart Lil Nas X episode is that Rob Gronkowski is just sitting there for the entire thing. <laughs> That's what he does best. Rob Gronkowski, <laughs> if anything, knows how head. to just like sit silently <laughs> and just, just wait like, until it's over. He's just like, this is not where I'm supposed to talk. This is not about me. <laughs> just so focused on like what his face is doing during yeah. this, this just, conversation. Just like stay looking normal. Stay looking yeah. normal. <laughs> if anything slips, I mean, the whole it's like it'll you know nothing can slip on that face. It's already it's already in so much danger. Did you want to talk about his on-screen performances? Do you have something locked and loaded for that? I didn't have something necessarily locked and loaded. I just had a few ideas that I thought we could all discuss together um, as a community, which okay. I think a podcast is above all. So We don't have to do that now. We can do it later. I want you guys to feel comfortable. I, like, I, think, I think since we're talking I about the shop, we're fun. talking about LeBron on a screen, we can venture into on-screen performances i feel like um like i'm like in rachel getting married right now where i'm like i want everybody i'm like i just me too which character are you (laughs) i think i might be rachel okay so hayes is hayes is kim hayes is the one who came in and is like fucking everything up no Hayes is being beautiful and who plays kim anne hathaway Oh, okay. So Kim's the main. Kim's not Rachel. No, <laughs> Kim is not. Kim's not Rachel. That's kind of one of the core tenets of Rachel getting married. Is that Kim <laughs> is not Rachel? Wow, I guess Kim not. Is not Rachel. Um, as wow. Anne Hathaway is not getting married. Olivia, you're kind of like. Actually, you know what it is. Hmm. Yeah, I'm Rachel. the dad. You're Bill Irwin. Yeah. And Hayes and Hayes is is Kim. Andrew um, is coming in to say that I'm the mom. That he's the mom. Um, which is this great. Is, 
which is like which i love um andrew are yeah, you the stepmom like, are you the mom mom feel free to reply in the i chat. think he's anna devere smith Deborah. she's in it too yeah, yeah she plays the stepmom i confuse it with pieces of april sometimes <laughs> 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 You make me fucking sick. Okay, Andrew has clarified that he's Deborah Winger, aka the one who does slap Anne Hathaway in the face. <laughs> so, don't talk about sports on this podcast. That the did you know? Love. Did you know that Jonathan Demi is the director in uh, that thing you do of uh, the um, beach blanket? Yeah, bingo the, movie like, when they're on the like ship where they play Cat and Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Yeah. And did you also know? You did he, know that, Io? Yeah, I know okay. things. Um, and also, he directed um, Trainwreck, uh, starring Amy Schumer and LeBron James. Is it like that thing where like um, like Judd Apatow started directing it and then had to like leave, and then yeah. Jonathan Demi came in and, and did just, the like, middle? Finished it up? Yeah. And Jonathan Demi Apatow came back oh, okay. and uh, co-directed cool. um, the last third with uh, Greta Gerwig. Uh, yes, Jonathan Demi uh, was dying uh, at this at this time, uh, but they were like, Jonathan, can you please call the right trade rack? Please, Amy's a huge fan. Please. I saw her at the New Orleans airport. How is she? Was she with baby? She was not with the baby. She was with the guy. The husband? This the, uh, the yes hubby. She was with hubby. Did you what? Uh, what uh, did you guys like? Train wreck. <laughs> so what? Uh, wait, uh, you, uh, uh, oh, you guys? I don't know why uh, I thought that was so funny. Um, train wreck kind is of like weird. Good. It's like fine. Yeah. It's this like Hayes stand up material. <laughs> so uh, what's up? You guys like train wreck? You guys remember train wreck? What about that, huh? It doesn't really end up being about her being a train wreck. That just doesn't really end up being a problem. Remember how in train wreck Brie Larson is married to Mike Birbiglia? Wow. So both of them (laughs) are in that that movie, huh? (laughs) They're like his friend. Oh, the best part of it, which uh, (laughs) no one, uh, like, I, I feel like people forgot about this, but that scene where uh bill Hader is meeting all his celebrity friends and lebron mm-hmm. is there yes and matthew broderick is there <laughs> and chris everett i think is the third one are there more i can't i don't remember train i don't remember anything chris from train is there i think tony romo is also there no it's not t- tony romo might be a, he is in a different part of the movie but in that scene it's marv albert or the four wow. of them but like why none is of them are Roderick there. None of them get introduced. And it's so like the, the assumption that like Chris Everett is famous enough for like an audience of millions to be like on site, be like, oh my God, the guy, Chris <laughs> Everett. And also Matthew Broderick looks very different from the last time many of us saw him. And so the process of like orienting yourself to being like, okay, that's Matthew Broderick. Okay, he is not playing a character. He He's is playing, playing Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick's face is... has kind of fallen in recent years. Sure, wow. it's a little, it's a little droopy dog. It's gonna, uh, you know, and it's gonna happen to um, some of us, not me. Not me. Not me. 
But it is well, going to happen to a lot of people. Us, so who's it going to be? <laughs> Amari Stoudemire is in it. A lot of basketball guys. Because he plays, Bill Hader plays one of these guys that does surgery on sports people. the rich and famous. <laughs> which I got a knee and shoulder surgery uh, separately years apart from Bill Hader to prepare for this role. <laughs> Um, from the guy that did uh, Kobe's shoulder and Tom Brady's shoulder. So is your shoulder like perfect now? No, I was actually just thinking today that it really hurts. Hmm. Really? Are you doing <laughs> like was... exercises? Are you doing like the PT that you're supposed to be doing? No, it's because okay, I started well, doing well. like home workouts and oh, it has nice. made my shoulder really hurt and it like and it, like it used to i had to get the surgery because it would pop out all the time wow. and it feels like it's gonna do that really soon do you think it's because you're tall i think it's like if you're ganglier then you're like you're you just have like less like limb control and sometimes i'm six three okay yeah. uh, classic I'm like some, tall person six, height four yeah i'm like six four but i don't have any of those problems I'm like six four probably. Well, you're okay. built like uh like a fire hydrant. So it's just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> despite your height. Uh-huh. Just like yeah. the, just like the way you are built yeah. is like like what you would expect of a much uh, shorter person. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I um I famously um I famously have a very similar body type to um Mr. Ed from 90 Day Fiance. No. Um, but just, but <laughs> I, I just you know don't. I don't like I don't like any reference to him. To Mr. Ed? No, his his just the the mere fact that he exists makes me so deeply uncomfortable. Stop doing I, that. What, Stop. Like, something what? I was doing a this, thing where it makes it look like she doesn't have meeting. a neck. This is an audio meeting. Stop. Why that. is he called that? Why is he called that? Mr. Ed? Yeah. Ed? His name is Big I, Ed. It's not Mr. Ed. He's called Big Ed because his name is Ed and he's big. <laughs> oh, yeah. There he, there he is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've seen memes of this guy. Okay, this is actually helpful to me to know what we're talking about in yeah. the future. Mm, that's good. I live to educate you. <laughs> well, I feel like I mean, unless you guys have anything that we're done, I've been just name. no, no, no. We're gonna go into a segment. Oh, great! That's what I. Yeah, let's do it. I love it. <laughs> Complete tonal shift, free. Okay. Well, right now, we're gonna introduce a little segment called the People's Court. Bang bang on the gavel. Mm. Welcome to the law. Welcome to the absolute <laughs> law. <laughs> Incredible. In this segment. Our judge presiding, one, Miss Olivia Craighead, scours the internet, digging high and low. We're talking dark web. We're talking light web. We're talking the accessible and the inaccessible. Olivia essentially enters the matrix, uh -huh. mm. subverts our very expectations of reality. She for jacks sure. in. And if she dies, she dies for she, real. She absolutely yeah. dies for real. You die and an you... EBSCO host, you die in real life. <laughs> and Olivia finds an article, sometimes in P2, 
People magazine. So there's the sort of the people's court part of it. Uh, oh. Uh, and we, we, we unearth a gem about our celeb, our icon, our potential icon who we, that we might have forgotten about. Does People Magazine have an online paywall? Okay, no, but their archive is shit. So I do have to go to a yeah. database to like dig through. And the this microfiche. Week, this week we are not doing people because believe it or not, as as we have maybe kind of like hinted at, LeBron James has no like scandal. Like there's nothing like mm-hmm. except for like going to Miami. Like there's nothing really yeah. super messy about like his personal life or like. There's not right. a lot of like personal drama with LeBron James. It's like he's a rich man who like loves his wife and has a bunch of kids and like is very good mm-hmm. at his job. It's like there's not much to say there. But And at, at the very least, if they have an arrangement, all indications are that she is okay with it. Yeah, that. she mm-hmm. seems like perfectly content to just like yeah. vibe. They have what, like four children? Uh and yeah, that seems right. There's Bronny. Like Bronny. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I you started. I felt bad. <laughs> Wait, okay. Before I get into, we all remember their other names. So what's? Bronny, yeah. Isn't it true Lola. that he wants to play in the NBA until he can play alongside Bronny? Isn't that one of the things? Yeah, unfortunately, he <laughs> might have to wait until I guess Bronny has a kid who is better at basketball. <laughs> Sad. I feel everyone like this said is that where, too like, about nepotism um, is gonna just kind of like. They'll just let him yeah, do it. Sure. Like, yeah. Uh, but that's what everyone said about, like, oh, my God, imagine what Michael Jordan's kid is going to be able to do. He's going to be even better at basketball. And then uh, it just never really Bro, happened. imagine yeah. if Michael Jordan was your dad, though. That doesn't seem like a, a chill, cool no. situation. As you can tell, like, we talked about this on my basketball show, this Patreon only, the flagrant ones. But uh, the... The fact that we're eight episodes into the Michael Jordan documentary now, and it's like, uh, it like fully dives into like everything about his personal life, and his kids have not been mentioned one Once. time. No. And they talk about when he's on the set of Space Jam, and how he shoots, film Space Jam for like ten hours a day, plays basketball on like a two-hour break, and then at night plays basketball with his friends like even more and they never mentioned that at that point he has three children who are <laughs> featured in the movie space jam Insane. but he does but he never saw them or talked to them ever by if, if you were to watch this movie that is the um the feeling you would get the okay kids are brawny bryce and zuri and i knew one of them had a z yeah even though they've been together since high school and had a few kids they only got engaged in 2011, and they got married in 2013. I want to say, like, they might have broken up for a second in that period, yeah. but, yeah, I don't know exactly when. The tough thing for Brawny, how old is Brawny? Like, 16 he now? He must be, like, 16, 16 or 17. Or 17. Okay, Brawny James is turns 16 in October, mm-hmm. uh, but... What, Dwayne, is Bronny a Libra? What's the uh, date? October 6th. Libra. Wow, Bronny's a Libra. Huge. Huge. He goes to Crossroads now, uh, which is where Baron Davis went and some other basketball players. But the um, the sad thing for Bronny is that uh, Dwayne, Wayne's, uh, Dwayne Wade's kid is, is way better. He's really good, yeah. 
He's really, really good. Zaire Wade. Yeah. Okay. Uh, people's also, Court. Me. Also Io, of course. Yeah. Io, Io attending. Yeah. Io. Io kind of in a never been kissed situation is also attending Crossroads right now. Uh, reporting out a story, but also maybe getting scouted. Absolutely getting sna- scouted and awkwardly yeah. having to juggle having like a documentary made about me. Um, they're doing it's, it's hoop dreams meets doing never hoop been dreams kissed. Too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know worth pitching out. Okay, so yeah. this this article is from 2003. It's from Jet. I thought you know why not? Mm-hmm. I, as as I was kind of trying to get to, there's not a lot of scandals, so he's not in People a lot. He's yeah. not like a feature of no, it's like because gossip the white rags. people aren't looking are yeah. looking for dirt on him. White people All don't them, care about what's going on with LeBron. Black James. women getting their hair done, reading Jet magazine, yeah. are like, I know something's not right with him. Okay, so this is how just... do you find a 2003 article from Jet magazine? <laughs> she goes don't to my worry mother's about house. it. <laughs> She goes to my mother's house. Helen has kept all of them. You and I trek up to Boston. They're in a stack next to our toilet. <laughs> to the new Library of Congress. The Black Library of Congress. The Black Library of Congress is the Adebury bathroom in Boston, Massachusetts. Every single essence and jet from 1997 just congealed <laughs> together by, by, by like bathroom, bathroom funk. Team. Oh, God. Anyway, this is, I just think, interesting because it talks about LeBron James in a way that we don't talk about him anymore. He's, like, (laughs) he hasn't been drafted yet. He's still a high school player. And this, like, insane thing happened to him. The headline is, high school basketball star LeBron James signs $90 million shoe contract. And the gist of it is, is that when he was 18 years old, he signed a $90 million multi-year contract with Nike. Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. got to, like, design his own shoe. And then they're, like, so much of the article is explaining, like, this is who LeBron James is. Which is just, like, mind-blowing to me that there was ever a point in anyone's yeah. life where they mm-hmm. were, like, dubbed, quote, King James, the six-foot-eight St. Vincent Mary star from Akron, Ohio. Like, the idea that there was ever a period of anyone's life where it wasn't, like, oh, yes, of course, LeBron James. Like, here's this. So- it's this, like human interest story about this 18 year old getting 90 million dollars which again too much money for a teenager that was the closest thing that he like where he really got to a controversy in his personal life where his mom gloria was able to purchase a hummer h2 i want to say a time and by place going to a, a bank while LeBron was still in high school before he signed the deal and basically being like, hi, I'm LeBron James's mother. I'm going to be very rich very soon. Please give me some money now and I will give you some more later. And they were like, yeah, of course, obviously. And so they gave her enough money to, I think, buy a Hummer, possibly for LeBron. And everyone was like, hey, don't do that because of like, we're used to the rules around like college basketball where uh, everyone has to work for free, uh, even though even th- though there were the school no... will make millions of dollars off yes. of you and your likeness. Um, yes, you have to work. And for so free. it was really just people like he was not accountable to anyone at that point, and but people were just like, "Hey, don't do that." 
uh, you're not supposed to be rich yet. There's like a very specific <laughs> time where you're allowed to be rich. Uh, and like he got some jerseys, some like throwback jerseys that people were also mad about. So he actually, his agent is a guy named, uh, not Leon Rose. His agent is a guy named Rich Paul. And Rich Paul, he met when he was in high school, when Rich Paul just like approached him in like a parking lot because he was selling jerseys out of his car. And he had like a, Rich Paul was, yes. And he was like, he sold him like a Warren Moon jersey or something that LeBron, and he like LeBron just like admired his chutzpah. Mm. And so he brought Rich Paul into like his circle. Rich Paul became his manager, his basically his manager and like a second agent along with Leon Rose who worked for CAA. And uh, uh, LeBron was rep by CAA for a while, but then he and Rich Paul left CAA together. And now Rich Paul is maybe the most uh, prominent agent in uh, sports. Wow. And they run their own shop called uh, Clutch Sports. I, like LeBron is not involved per se. Yeah. But he's but, like, you know, they're like shining star. Yes. Damn. Imagine Damn. if Gloria was like wrong. Like, imagine if he, like, broke his Yeah, right. Imagine if he got, like, Friday Night Lights and, like, broke his neck or something. Like Yeah. And she was just like, okay, so so this Hummer situation. Like, like, <laughs> like so, so sorry, girl. Chase. Oh, my bad. She, and, of course, the other, the rumors. People did have to kind of, like, invent stuff for LeBron. Like, yeah. to your point, Olivia, like, there wasn't anything that real. But the rumor became... That one of LeBron's teammates in Cleveland, Delonte West, had had sex with his mother, Gloria. Uh, and that seemed valid because, like, Delonte West always seemed, like, kind of weird. He had, like, always, like, a strange – looked like a sore around, like, his lips. So people Ew. were like, this guy must be getting up to something. He's probably having sex with LeBron's mom. <laughs> <laughs> there, I, I don't think there's any evidence that that was – true uh and now delante west is living on the street and is easily the saddest story in basketball that people like barely talk about i think because also um like there was a period of time where when his like his stats were falling people were like it's because he found out about this affair and also there was like i think a video of Delonte West when he was like not you know yeah and he was like yeah yeah I fucked I fucked his mom yeah that yeah so it might have been that Delonte West was not telling the truth about that (laughs) if if that video is out there which I have not seen but yeah so like anytime LeBron failed at all people wanted to not only revel in his failure but to chalk it up to some problem in his like personal life and last year when the lakers were bad everyone was like well lebron is purely focused on space jam too and that's obvious oh. from the way he's another playing. thing we could talk about with on-screen roles mm. do we think that that's going to be any good at all so at one point and i can divulge this and i am divulging it on iconography I received a phone call asking if I would be interested in pitching on Space Jam 2. Oh, my God. And and LeBron was attached at that point. And the fact that I was even consulted, (laughs) like, I think is not a good sign for (laughs) this 
project. Uh, We had Terrence Nance signed to it for a while, which, which interesting choice. I mean, I think that would have been like at least there would have been something like maybe interesting being like tried, and now it's just like I don't know. We would have gotten like a few fun scenes where like uh, somebody turned into like a puppet, and there was like a claymation bit. I also just think like Space Jam nostalgia is one of the weirdest kinds of nostalgia. People are like obsessed with Space Jam in a way where I'm like, I don't like. I'm why? sorry, you're telling me you don't see Lola Bunny and you don't go and you don't go Gaga, you don't go <laughs> absolute wolf eyes, tongue no, flopping. I just had to watch a red carpet. I had to watch Space Jam like at basketball camp every summer for like seven years straight and oh, just and like she buries the lead yeah you i played basketball <laughs> i played basketball for a solid like 10 years of my life With oh olivia my god and, and i've been here i am talking this whole time and being like let me tell olivia about basketball and yeah olivia's lived it had I a decade it. lost yeah. to basketball a decade of my like true childhood well now. also the sad thing about you which i think we've talked about on the podcast is i should be taller. be taller i should be taller she's supposed to be taller. i'm five four everyone else in my family is like reasonably tall yeah and you and if i if you don't mind me saying up. this i don't want the yeah. perverts who listen to get any big ideas or whatever but your feet yeah. are also a size which i would say you should be taller you should be uh, yes, lighter, at least. absolutely I, I that's what made Shaq good. That's what sustained Shaq's career and <laughs> yeah. presumably yours. That like mm-hmm. Yao Ming's feet, for example, were not big enough for his body and could not right. like support his frame, and so he had yeah. to retire. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Olivia's walking around on these tennis rackets <laughs> that are like supporting <laughs> her snowshoes. Just like it's insane. Anyway, I, yeah, I should have been a star. I just never got tall enough, um, and I also didn't care enough. But I can shoot uh, a three-pointer occasionally, and that's what matters. That's what yeah. – and I'm good at when it's, like, bar basketball, when it's, like, that game where it's, like, yeah. mini basketball. Pop Incredible a shot. Mm-hmm. that, yeah. Because mm-hmm. my dad used um, to drill me on form all the time. Yeah, we've played games of horse. Mm-hmm. And you do uh, People, well. I think, reveling around – and we're getting the light from Andrew – uh people i think are getting excited about like the the space jam renaissance yeah i think was a reaction to like people exactly my age who were born in like between 1985 and 87 Uh were subjected to people talking about like pop culture shit that we like didn't grow up with or care about like you would watch family guy or whatever and all the jokes are about like different strokes or like shows that like i don't even know what this is yeah like from uh gen xers who are making content and then when it was time when i uh when the backstreet boys were in this is the end Mm -hmm. i was like oh this is now this is for me yeah and now people can talk about like space jam it's actually really good yeah ryan coogler is wrote the new one Space Jam yeah. and New Legacy. And then Terrence Nance was directing it, but now Malcolm D. Lee was the one who's finishing the directing. And he did, like, uh, Girl's Trip. And Girl's Trip. My the- favorite movie to take place at Essence Fest. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because mine is Soul Food uh, 3. Soul Food 3 is going to take th- place at Essence Fest? Yeah, and I'm writing it. <laughs> 
and they're gonna call you to direct. So they're calling me on. to direct. Keep, keep that phone line open. Wow. Um, now I'm ready. I wasn't ready for Space Jam 2, but I am definitely ready for we'll Soul Food you'll 3. Do, you'll do wonderfully. Um, he's also, Malcolm Daly, I mean, this is just something that I, he's also directing a reboot of Uptown Saturday Night, which is a Sidney Poitier, Bill Cosby movie, which is, wow. why are they, why is that happening? Hmm? Yogi. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, is, he is working constantly, and he makes a lot of great movies. Malcolm Dealey. Okay, so yeah. I was I, I Were you was thinking like, about Sidney Poitier, maybe even no, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby working goes. constantly. I'm talking he's, about LeBron listen, James. He's using those he's like, calls. He's using his collect calls and saying, "Get this tweet out here. It's Snoop Dogg's birthday. I want a happy birthday <laughs> for my official Twitter, and I want it now." Should we do a little FMK? Would love. Cool. Well, this is a little game called. Fuck, Mary kill. Yeah, you heard it before, and you're going to hear it again. We but you've never heard it like, like this. this. We play an absolutely nasty, twisted version of this game where we don't fuck, Mary kill people. We fuck, Mary kill moments and aspects of uh, this icon's life. So? So let's pick them. Let's figure it out. Okay. Obviously, the body won. Uh, okay. A- acting career, Io. How you feeling? I feel great. Um, Olivia, this is your ship. You're yeah, driving, baby. Well, okay. Something that just I'll say wait. This. Are you allowed to do that? Like for any for anyone's like fuck Mary Kill is one of them allowed to be their body? <laughs> well, it's like <laughs> the body that seems like kind of close to the original game. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Body, body, yeah, encom- drag her ass, body please. encompasses like all the work he puts into it, the million dollars okay. that gets spent on it, like the kind okay. of like fine attention to detail. Um, okay. And then, hmm. I mean, you were saying one that just popped into your head. No, I want to just save something for for last words. That's what I was thinking. Wow. Okay. Um, hmm. What's a third one? Receding hairline? No, that's a kill. Never mind. That's also part of his body. <laughs> that is. So yeah, take what that if, into I mean, consideration. Like, is it possible? I mean, how much of the million dollars goes into, into that? hair restoration and preservation? It okay. looks really okay. expensive. I've got a third one, which is becoming famous as a teenager. Oh. Yeah. That's so good. it's so it's acting career, body and all that goes into it that includes athleticism, money, uh mm-hmm. prowess and then yeah. becoming famous as a teenager. Wow. Io, do you want to go okay. first? Okay. Yeah, I'll go first since I know the least about yeah. this. Yeah. And we'll work and our way up. We'll work our way up. Y'all know what to do. Hit that forward 10 seconds, hit that forward 15. <laughs> <laughs> You know absolutely what to do. Starting now, I'm gonna. Um, I think fuck the um, acting career. No, that way. was my instinct yeah. as well. I think I'm gonna fuck the acting career. Um, it's fun. It's funny. We see him in a. We see him in a little cameo. We see him in a little train wreck. We see him leading a movie, and we say, oh, okay, it was fun while we thought it was fun, but we don't have to do this again. This isn't for life. <laughs> we don't need a lead role. No, He exploded don't. onto the scene uh, with his commercial series, The LeBrons, where he played every member of his own family, not just <laughs> – it's very traditional for an NBA superstar to play an old lady, which yes. uh, and, wait, and this 
Which who, Kyrie yeah. who was he in, has played um, a man. Who was he in Zendaya's Michi? Remember that? He's one of them. He was, I, he was Guangji. Guangji. Yes. <laughs> so he voice uh, acts too. Let's just keep that yes. in mind. I, um, yes. Please continue. Um, okay, wait. So, sorry. It is... It is body, acting, body, teenage yeah. becoming famous. Yeah, okay. Then I think I'm going to marry the body. Uh, yeah. Just because it's, it's got the capital to keep me cozy for the rest of my life. Um, but, you know, got to respect it, especially that hairline. That's a lot of work. Um, You're expensive. Like, I was expensive. After that surgery as well, you know, that's that's difficult. You lose a lot of follicles. And he doesn't really seem to have that much scarring in the back. Uh, I've gone down <laughs> FTE sort of like rabbit holes. I know about the surgeries. Um then that means that I'm going to kill becoming famous as a teenager. I would be stressed out about my mom buying buying me a Hummer, and maybe telling me that she can drive the Hummer because mm-hmm. she's because she's part of the reason why I have the Hummer. I don't know. So that's my list. That's my little list. Okay. Welcome back from your thirty second scrub. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think I am going to uh, just for the sake of us, us all not having the same one, and also because this is maybe how I feel. Um, we fuck the body because it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's yeah. one of those weird things where it's like you'd go back and there'd be like a, a cryo chamber and there it would just be like one weird, like absolutely insane night that you like could not comprehend going yeah. into it. Um, and then it makes it last so much longer. Yeah, it, it lasts Can forever. I, it's inside a cryo chamber. Can I yes. just slight modification mm-hmm. from becoming famous as a teenager not that being the phrasing but the phrasing being like a lifelong public figure okay mm-hmm. so the pros of that are Got you're it. hanging out with the obamas that's true. yeah michelle obama, obama does says, know your name she obama says ron baby this drone's named after you, you- okay <laughs> you're getting pros like that yeah sasha and malia consider you like an aunt or uncle, an uncle. yeah but okay. And Michelle's brother is a basketball coach. So she's probably talking about like what she knows about basketball stuff and LeBron is like, "Okay, yeah, I'm like the best basketball player ever. You have to like <laughs> You can't I, impress me. I actually already know this. You make me sick. You'll never impress me. I'm LeBron James. Um even with that modification, I think my answer answers remain fuck the body, marry the acting career because it's like a mm-hmm. fun little mm-hmm. surprise and you're like, oh, you're consistently good but it's also like, this is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that being said, when Space Jam 2 comes out, I might change my answer. And then we kill lifelong public figure because I can't, I don't want to be photographed that much. I don't want mm-hmm. that much attention. Sounds like a burden. Yeah. Pace. I would marry the body um to be able to spend my life uh in a cryogenic chamber would bring me closer to being uh my other icon austin powers uh who i honestly would have been able to talk about a lot more um (laughs) scary i would uh kill the acting career out of sheer jealousy yeah. Uh, uh, as like in a, uh, I would kill the acting career in like a talented Mr. Ripley style. Okay. Um, I, I, uh, like a, I like would a choking, like, kill Dickie so yeah. as to become him. 
Uh, and then what is left for me to do? Uh, marry, mm-hmm. becoming famous, uh-huh. and or, no, being a lifelong public, public figure. That's what I'm fucking. Being a lifelong public figure. And you're marrying the body, and you're killing. I'm killing his acting, acting career. career. In order to take it uh, over, uh, to take it over myself. Right. When that Hayes is in me. Space Jam two, uh, don't you know? Don't say anything about yeah. it. It'll be. I'm playing normal. all. Of, I'm playing all of the Lebrons. Yeah, and then like People I like, have oh, to he's actually better at this than Lebron is. My child be like, so he's kind of like the like the Bill Murray of your of your generation, and I go, no. <laughs> Who is that gonna be? <laughs> Nick so Swartzen. I hear it's Nick Swartzen. <laughs> I hear it's Lily Pons. It's Lily Pons. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron played golf with Lily Pons. <laughs> Lily we Pons are, we are like one like agent call away from that happening. That's gonna. That's absolutely gonna happen. Listen, I think it's mostly industry that listens to this pod. So if we get the right person <laughs> listening, we have a million dollar idea. Golf, a socially distant sport. It works. Wow. Okay. Instead go off of, Happy uh, Gilmore too. Wayne He's Knight, I guess uh, today's Wayne Knight is, I guess, Jacob Sartorius. <laughs> <laughs> and our Wayne Brady, Jacob Tremblay. I uh, was working on a show uh, where uh, we were casting little kids mm-hmm. and we uh, were doing an audition tape where uh it was like an open call or whatever and uh jacob tremblay's sister is an actress his younger sister and she looks exactly like him in a way that for her i'm sure is i'm sure she's not helpful no yes and also has the last name tremblay yes you do like we were watching her audition tape and being like oh she's very good but unfortunately she looks exactly like jacob tremblay in a way that (laughs) is very point of distraction yes yes where you are just being like oh is this somehow him and is this like a joke he was one of the good boys (laughs) yeah you know when you make another child as a bit but it's like, <laughs> gonna make this what one else look could exactly this be? Like the other one. What else yeah. could this be but a bit? We don't know. We don't know. But what we do know is that we're about to come to a close. But what I'd like to do before that, mm. when before we um, enter our final verdict, I'd like to play a game that I just made up right now. A, a game? Yeah, I'm spicing it up. Okay. And this is a game... Where... That was imagination, my God. Yeah, I'm I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored, so I'm inventing things. My God, just like the scale of her imagination. Watch and me I, work. Watch and, me and work. And I guess can't believe uh, you're gonna win a Peabody for work. this game. Is it weird? Does anyone pick a new icon at the end of the show, and they pick Io's imagination? <laughs> <laughs> okay, new segment. Um, this is a game where we are going to make a rumor for LeBron James. LeBron James okay. does not have <laughs> any rumors. That's and good. So we're going to make a rumor. And if you listen Something to like this, kind of believable. Yes. And um, we'll see what the best rumor is because we're going to hear it spread. Okay, cool. Io, do you have one to start or do you want us to start? Um, I heard that he's a really bad tipper. 
Mm. See, I don't. I that doesn't. I honestly, that would not believe that. Even something like that. And you guys came really like fast. It just doesn't. It it it, <laughs> it doesn't register in a way that like makes any sense. Okay, do you want to hear what I heard about LeBron James? Yeah, what'd you hear? About Is that LeBron he James? like four times a year gets blood transfusions, but the blood is from squids. Squid you blood. Had so me ink. Up until so his, squids, I think. So is there an so animal his, you would believe? So his blood is ink. Yeah, that's how he he keeps you going. You can't get like an animal blood transfusion. That's what you think. That's what that's what you think. <laughs> you could get a person. little bit. You could get a little bit at a time. Is he the? No, never mind. Does he have an animal nickname? Not no. that I know. He's just of. the king. That's his thing. King James. Hayes, what what's a rumor saying? you've heard? Hayes, you know what I heard? So this is actually um, this is actually true. Uh, like, it's a rumor, but this actually did happen. Yeah. So when LeBron left, people were like, why is he, like, leaving Cleveland? Mm-hmm. Like, he just won a championship a couple years ago. The, like, team is decent. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird that he left. And then he went mm-hmm. all the way to L.A. Uh, and it is because his mom was fucking Drew Carey. <laughs> I actually heard that too. That's yeah. yeah. I actually and they, heard that. And they had he just had to like it was becoming very toxic. It was like the psychosexual relationship mm. where like she's like I can handle it. I yeah. can handle this. Well, but Drew Carey so just like power. kept showing up yeah. places. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he had and, so much like power and control over her. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like like relationships that are built on just like purely that level of just like animal passion mm-hmm. like it always gets to that point yeah. where it's like well, Drew just like, Carey yeah. was posting the prices right and he had that like sore around his mouth yes yeah for a while and when Drew Carey lost all that weight it was like the money <laughs> uh-huh. for that 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 all of that weight loss was mm-hmm. James money that's you know mm-hmm. and like yes yeah, so it's like why oh let's look at like why is drew carey why is his body becoming identical to lebron, to LeBron james's? james's body it's like how could he get to access to those how things? has he had access to not just the money but also the devices mm-hmm. that lebron james uses is like possibly he's in the house and he's like <laughs> Right. It's like you as like if you go to a certain like cryo doctor's office, it's like on yeah. the wall, it's like Drew Carey and mm-hmm. LeBron James. It's, like, and huh. it's like those those are the only two celebrities. Yeah. How is Drew Carey becoming like physically indistinguishable for LeBron James? Like it's kinda <laughs> his, weird. It's crazy. It's changing, but uh it's working for his, me. His hair texture is, is different now. That's so crazy. And his oh that he has that wagon. He's <laughs> Drew Carey has got that absolute. And he caboose. is pulling around a straight up radio flyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we gotta do last words. We gotta do any last words. So, before we decide whether or not this person is an icon, do you know, are there any last words? Is there anything anybody wants to say? And Olivia, you. Yeah. Held something back earlier. Yeah. So I mm, actually mm. have thought of two things that we haven't even addressed, which is one, mm. the fact that LeBron James uh, is weirdly like, like a, a a pillar of the rap community, in that he is always in his car listening to whatever album has recently dropped and being like, yeah. "This shit is fire." 
Um, and people are always like, oh, LeBron is co-signing me. And it's like, I don't know if that's – he's just – he just seems like he listens to whatever. Um, and two, the fact that LeBron is, like, one of the more, like, socially conscious famous people that we have. Like, LeBron James was one of the people who – wore those like i can't breathe shirts like mm-hmm. he is in comic sans in comic sans which is like a huge fuck up on their part but it, it shows that maybe they but people were themselves. like <laughs> like huh, is he like kind of referencing his own yeah. the dan gilbert and that level of like oppression that even someone as rich as him mm-hmm. has an owner yeah and, and we're thinking now. We're now we're now thinking. We're, we're, we're thinking. We're the first time in our in our boring ass lives, in our lives where we just yeah. say yes, yes, yes. We are putting texts in conversation. You know, we're waking up. And he called Donald Trump a bum, which yeah. was the biggest, which is the biggest thing that any celebrity can say. That was better than any like rock the vote campaign. Yeah, <laughs> he um, said you. You bum. But I think I think in general LeBron is like a good celebrity because he's not like he's not like messy. He's just kind of like he's like some he seems like a guy who just like what if he hadn't done basketball, he would have just been similar similarly good at like whatever job he just decided to do. Yeah. He just seems like, yep. oh, he's the this is his job. This is like yeah. a thing that he like he like goes to work and he has his coworkers and he like goes back to his family and like that's his life and he just does it on a scale that's like absolutely massive. Mm. And those are my final thoughts. Hayes, do you have any final thoughts? Is there anything else that I missed talking about LeBron? I guess not really. Um Oh yeah, he's producing Two Chains' new album, which is uh, to produce an album for a rapper who is, uh, I believe, fifty-one years old. Yeah. Is like also it's another kind of active. <laughs> like LeBron I is corny. 51. LeBron is corny. LeBron is corny. Mm. He said, "I had, um, I guess you could say it's a viral tweet, uh, pointing out the fact that he, uh, LeBron, has LeBron. started uh, tweeting uh, sheesh." a lot like that's like a reaction word that he uses a lot now is like sheesh we can't forget that he is from ohio like that is important Mm -hmm. and we can't forget that he is midwestern yeah and he is and he surrounds himself with people from ohio uh at all times so basically wherever he is he is pretty much in ohio Mm -hmm. um oh i also just remembered um shut up and dribble uh yeah Mm mm-hmm which is iconic. Um, and I will say that in 2019, um, he filed for a trademark for the phrase Taco Tuesday. Yes. Um, yeah. He's a restaurateur. To be able to use it for whatever he needed. Sure. Yes. Marketing, podcast, he owns, social media. He does own stake in several uh, Blaze Pizza restaurants. So that's just another way he gets money. As he didn't get claim to Taco Tuesday, unfortunately, the United States government denied Damn. him that. But do you think like high schools around the country were like, no, 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 that's no, 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 us. No, no, please, 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 that's all we have. Please, please, please. you can have meatless what? Monday. Yeah, I, what would he do? Oh, it could have been a Blaze Pizza promotion. Mm. Roll up the pizza. Roll and up like the a, pizza and eat it like a taco. Like a taco. 
everybody who eats blaze pizzas as big as a basketball on Tuesday. player. So this will this will translate. Mm-hmm. And he co-hosted the ESPYS with Jimmy Kimmel, and that's and that's about wraps it up. And that's the tea hunty. Well. You know, given all of this, I think we've got ample enough material to, to have a little vote. So, what do we say? LeBron James, an icon? Is he an icon? I... One of the most famous people who ever lived. Mm-hmm. I vote uh, yes. I think that he is not an Okay, I'll say yes. Mm-hmm. I'll say okay. yes, he is all an right. icon. And it's tough, but um, I gotta say... LeBron James, okay, that's like <laughs> who has been not an icon on the show. Amy Adams, Amy Adams. the <laughs> only one. I, the only Amy one. Adams, no, and I think we were like really wavering on Carly Rae Jepsen. There have been a couple where it's like, Leak. yeah, Carly it's kind of fun Rae when Rae someone Rae. brings on someone they're kind of like almost dispassionate about, and they just want to like talk about because then we do it. get yeah. to like argue. Amy Adams was fun because it was like. I think Chris came on and was like, Amy Adams is an icon. And then an hour later was like, actually, wait, <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> you were able to to convince him otherwise, which yeah. is really powerful. Um, the interesting thing about Amy Adams is there's also nothing she could do to become one. No, absolutely not. <laughs> it's she so could out sustain of control. her very high level of success and performance mm-hmm. for the rest of her life. Yes. And I think that it would only... remain exact, the, exactly the same level of icon status that yeah. she currently enjoys. No, the only thing she could do would be like maybe find like a coronavirus vaccine and we'd be like, well, <laughs> there that, she goes. That, that would that be iconic would be of her. But the way that she would do it would be weird. so it'd be weird so, and boring. It'd be some weird, like, mom shit. <laughs> and she'd be like, I'm partnering with my good friend, like, uh, Renee, uh, Reese Witherspoon, um, and, like, the Hello Giggles. Um, no, it's Hello it's Hello Sunshine. Hello Giggles is Zoe Deschanel. Well, I'm partnering with Zoe Deschanel and Hello Giggles. And we're saying Hello Vaccine. Everybody would go, oh, vaccine. We don't want We'd be like, actually, no, no longer iconic. We don't want this at all. Get rid of yuck. Um, Well, you know what I don't say yuck to? This freaking industry. Because if you thought we were over just with with the verdict, you don't know our podcast. And I'm looking at you in your eyes, Hayes. Um, Because we have one final game. Mm. Where, and sorry, we have one final game, and it's called Vroom Vroom. And mm. Vroom Vroom is a game where we write a vehicle. Get it? Okay, yes. Vroom Vroom. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. When we're going in the car. Uh-huh. And we're driving it to the damn studio lot. And we're saying, okay. let us in. We got a script for the ages. And we got the talent attached to boot. Yeah. We, we write a vehicle for a celebrity, uh, an actor, who most of the time, who we feel has not gotten their due. And we write something for them to win an Oscar in. And in this way, we do, I and I will be pitching you unless you want to be the pitcher, in which case. And it's not for an icon. It's not for my icon. No. no. It's for a completely different actor. Yes. yes. Okay. It's just like okay. a fun little way to wrap up. How I like to do it is like, yes, you can pitch me, but then like I might not be able to come up with like. I might not be able to avoid coming up with a better version and then like pitching it back to you. Okay. That is and something I like if I know myself, I might not be wow. able to avoid doing that. 
I'm open to that. Okay, sure. Okay. And it can be a, an, a, a completely different movie altogether. It it, it, it it might be, but probably yeah. very similar. You're in mis- you're Mr. Money, so you can yeah. finance whatever you want. Yeah. yeah okay. Mr. Money. So I think, or Olivia, do you have somebody? I was thinking that we could do Trainwreck co-star Bill Hader. I was oh. also thinking we could do Bill Hader. Okay. What? Look at That's us. That's so cute. Absolutely wonderful. Adorable. God damn it, we're cute. Fucking shit, we're cute as hell. Okay. I, I think and we're I thinking that first... Bill Hader's not getting his due. We think that he's uh, being pro- not being properly recognized right now. He is. You think that the but level gonna, of acclaim gonna, that he's We're going to get him an Oscar. We're going to get him an Oscar. Okay. And for acting. Yeah. Ayo, do you want to go first? I think I went first last time. You did go first last time because it was with Joel. Okay. I, I just was, I was okay. wondering and agreeing. I thought, I thought the way you said because it was with Joel was like, I don't know. I don't want to cause tension at the end. <laughs> I'm shocked. I didn't even realize it was such a... I apologize. I apologize. Don't for apologize. I'm sorry I no, misread the situation. I'm sorry. I'm Don't. sorry that I even caused you to, 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 to think of tension. I'm sorry that I put that in your mind. That was wrong of me. Okay. Um, my computer is doing something weird where I can't um, see the screen anymore, but I know I'm still here. So cool. um, nevertheless, just sweep persist. Okay. 30 seconds. 30 seconds on, on the, the clock. clock. I got you. Ready and go. Okay. We love when Bill Hader does serious and the and yes. as you've seen in Barry and the Oscars also loves to reward a serious a comedic actor, you know, doing a yes. serious film. But we're not going to do something like as 15 seconds. So he's going to play a cop. Bill Hader's going to play yeah. a cop and um it's also going to be like in gritty New York early uh, 1970s sort of like noir uh, mystery film that's time I love that I too watched a lot of what Bill Hader was doing in his early career where he's like playing the different guys and stuff and Mm -hmm. he's like doing impressions and Mm -hmm. to me the whole time I was kind of like could you just like kind of do nothing Nothing. just nothing just be like a normal guy who mm-hmm. like doesn't talk very much and mm-hmm. everyone else is in fact everyone else in the show is like forcing Doing themselves the on yes. uh-huh. you mm-hmm. you don't talk no but you're in the whole thing can't stop talking talking to you talking about you yes so you're being very quiet so mm-hmm. i would say instead of even being a cop i would mm-hmm. say he's like a library security guard <laughs> And, and instead of happens. like 70s noir, uh-huh. I think it's like maybe like 2009, 2009. or something. 2009, yes. okay. Uh, and and the it's cool murder- because like Arcade Fire is in the background and, and then there's a moment where you're like, it's like 2009, isn't it? Yes. And you're like, and he is, of course, still... One of the skeleton twins. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a skeleton twins it's detective extended feature. Extended universe. Yes. Yeah. 
Where that's what I like. Yeah, yeah. She's okay. he's a cop, like he's a he's a cop slash security guard, and she's a DA slash librarian. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh huh. And he has like mostly he's like very normal and quiet. He has one dream in the movie where he is uh, visited by Vinny Vidici <laughs> in the night. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, he's yeah. his own character, but he's talking to <laughs> Vinny Vidici. Great. Who is like giving him the courage to like ask um, a, like this library uh, patron on a date or something, that's- but mostly very <laughs> quiet and not doing that stuff. Okay. And that's maybe an Oscar, Olivia. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to give me 30 seconds on the clock? 30 seconds on the clock, ma'am. Starting now. Okay, so as we have addressed, people love serious Bill Hader. People also love to Mm -hmm. laugh alongside Bill Hader. What do people love about Bill Hader? Impressions. We all love the Alan Alda impression. So Bill Hader is going to win an Oscar for a biopic. We're going to do a Lenny Bruce biopic. Halfway there. Okay. It's about censorship, making it relevant for a new era. People love when Lenny Bruce shows up on Maisel. It allows him to be dark. It allows him to get arrested. And... It is a old story Time. that's relevant for now. It's his. It's his Jim and Andy. This is Bill's Andy Kaufman. Mm-hmm. And like what that did for Jim, this does for Bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Effectively nothing. <laughs> a, a Golden Globe nomination. <laughs> okay, if you call HBO putting out a behind-the-scenes documentary of the movie like 13 years after it came out, nothing, <laughs> then... <laughs> I guess so, and and getting a Showtime show right on the on the back of that—that's nothing. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay, uh, sure. Is it? You said he's playing Lenny Bruce. He's playing yeah. Bill Hader. He, Hader Bill is Hader Lenny as Bruce. Lenny Bruce. Yeah. Lenny Bruce is, of course, uh, one of my gods, one of my comedy heroes. <laughs> the fact that I didn't choose him as an icon is really because he just looms too large in my life. <laughs> Uh, I love that he uh, was swearing a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, your whole it, thing is like you tweet the N word once a day. Yes. <laughs> Megan Amram's. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sometimes the capitalization is different, but. Yeah. He was so um, ahead of his time. He was actually, he was the first one. To say uh, the the bussy, he was the first one to, <laughs> to call it that. Yeah, and now kids are like discovering him. Mm-hmm. They're they're calling it that. Um, yeah, I have no notes. That's perfect. So that now you have to sounds... pick one to to green light. And Io should love it because it's also taking food out of uh, Dustin Hoffman's mouth because he <laughs> actually did that exact movie. I would, I would, I know. So what it basically is is if the Bill Tootsie, Hader, if if Big Tootsie takes over this episode, I swear to God, it's sandwiching it. It's a beautiful sandwich. It's a it's Bill Hader James doing an impression of, of Dustin, Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman mm-hmm. doing, doing the Lenny, Lenny Bruce. Bruce movie. Okay. Uh yeah, that's it. It's called Bruce Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> and it's directed it's by one. Bruce Bruce. It's directed by Bruce Bruce. Uh yeah, I guess it would have to be if he's going to let us do this. Oh good, he's alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
for a second i thought i, I no, heard no, that he died alive. recently okay oh great. shoot <laughs> me getting nervous about a oh, rumor that it's a darn true? oh sheesh yeah. oh freaking sheesh <laughs> bruce bruce has a book called baby james brown that's nice for him could be another um good movie there's two good, two good movies. Two good movies. Baby James Brown. But if we have like another young black comedian who's like, who's going to be that person? Who starts being in like really commercial movies and then eventually dresses up as a woman? Uh, the next person mm-hmm. to do that, who is doing like front-facing comedy right now who could make that? leap i'm not it might be the kid did you ever see uh, the famous jet jackson yeah that was maybe a little bit before your time he died did he actually yeah oh. yeah i knew He's it was someone dead. it was either bruce bruce or him yeah he died that's i guess what this episode make has really been marked by like someone mentioning one person and then another person being like actually this horrible <laughs> thing has happened to them swung out the gate with the ms wow i guess you are right terrible yeah. terrible yeah, yeah, yeah. well now someone else and that's how it works now somebody else comes along it dies yeah okay <laughs> um who do you think it is who do you think is going to be that person well as i said that i i realized it might be jermaine fowler who could be stand up and is going to be coming to america too okay so i i just remembered that or it could be like lil nas x i don't know i'm just saying things (laughs) lil nas x is of course really funny he's one of the uh he truly does not miss. No. He's one he's of one the, the only famous people who's funny. Uh, genuinely funny. Yeah. Well, because he started as a Nicki Minaj He's a barb. Yeah. Yeah. You don't he, get... If, you, if you're a barb who gets famous, you are funny. That's you're it. You're funny. He did one of the best songs Deegan? ever, basically a as a joke. Yeah, a full bit. And then did 47 remixes because the idea made him laugh. He uh, named his next song after a character in, uh, I think, The Adventures of Gumball. <laughs> Isn't that what um, Panini Panini is? Yeah. And Panini, not a bad song. Catchy. No, no it's he good. Does it, you know? And the video's good. And Rodeo's fun. I think it could definitely be Lil Nas X. I, I like really it. hope it is. Yeah, I would love if it was Lil Nas X. I feel like we're all... Okay, and to play Hayes' game, who's our new icon at the end of the episode? Mine's Lil Nas X. Yeah. He's one of the... Oh, God. I mean, like, only 21 years old and I think universally agreed upon as one of the best living people. Oh, one thing I wanted to raise about LeBron, which uh, is that he is the best... If there were, uh, I, I raised this at some point and no one really was interested in it, but if there were a Millennial Awards... He would be. He's he's like the best millennial. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. No like, one, who else is a millennial? Exactly. Beyonce is Beyonce exactly. a millennial. Yeah. Is Beyonce a like, millennial? She's old millennial. She's not like the same as us though. She's like Beyonce she's is like definitely not Gen X. She's thirty eight. Yeah, she's like I guess she is one of the older. She's millennials. the oldest millennial. 
that's a good that's what um our friend elena smith calls herself yes to be like you know but i but for a showrunner i'm pretty young (laughs) (laughs) and she she makes her point and she and she makes her right and And points were made (laughs) (laughs) that's a really good point we're made and laughs were had jay-z is gen x for sure yeah absolutely firmly gen x jay-z is a part of the greatest generation (laughs) jay-z was in reality bites he's firmly (laughs) gen x jay-z was definitely where he could like watch reality bites and like really really like i this was like connect very hard with that i understand winona he's definitely like sent an email at some point Period. Yeah. He's definitely sent an email at some point. The most Gen X thing you can do is send an email. (laughs) (laughs) No, he had a he had a he had a CompuServe uh, email (laughs) email address. Um. uh, Well. I was going to say, he sent an email to Ben Stiller being like, yo, man, like, I really want to say, like, your performance in Reality Bites, killer, man. He relates to the Ben Stiller character? Keep it up, bro. That's so dark. Jay-Z, huge Steve Zahn fan. Yeah. I like Steve Zahn, too. Yeah. I think... I think we're, this pod is pro Steve Zahn. Oh, we're we're bringing it back to that thing you do, like connecting yeah. the layers of this pod. So far, Steve Zahn, very good in that thing you so do. So far, so good. So far, so good. And so far, so long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening. Hayes, which of your which of of, of the of, of the eight podcasts, billion podcasts? Which one would you like us to plug? Uh wow. Uh yeah, I do have a lot of podcasts. Uh yeah, something that uh people uh at one time would have made fun of me for and yet now their industry is shut down and mine is uh <laughs> thriving more Drag than ever. Them king. Uh yeah, Hollywood Handbook, Flagrant Ones is about basketball on Patreon yes. and I have a LA podcast a show about the local news if you live in LA. The truth is, as you all know, podcasts are not hard to do, and it's the same as just hanging out with your friends, except it's monetized. And so there is no upper limit on how many podcasts you can have. Sometimes you can hang out with people who are your heroes, your mentors, and some also like um, people who you look up to as role models, but also, you know, um, have twisted holds on your life. Um, Wow. Yeah, and I just, that was just, like, random. Was that, that was you thinking random. about, like, Mark Marin and Carlos Mencia? That's <laughs> what that was. <laughs> that. that was, yeah, you know me. I'm too mm-hmm. transparent. <laughs> That's my biggest fault. I'm simply too transparent. I, I uh, like, definitely one of my easiest mentoring relationships that I, like, <laughs> that I have, you know, sometimes it is, like, a much longer journey than yeah. uh, what Io and I have yeah it's been very quick and it's almost over um (laughs) it's really like when like you look down and you realize that like you've been riding the bike and that i let go so long ago (laughs) so long ago that i can't even see you anymore (laughs) which is really scary i'm in a a complete other state 
I'm back. I'm back in mass. Ship him up to Harvard. That's my song about you. Did you like it? Yeah, I was sort of a townie at Harvard. Where <laughs> I I heard a rumor that you were an extra in Goodwill Hunting. Um. Yeah, I guess you could call it a featured extra. He, he played the the like the long hair on that blonde guy on that Howard Zinn guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was that, and I was supposed to be the apples as well, but they were like, we don't actually. <laughs> they need they that. cut the apples. Yeah, yeah they're like <laughs> they cut it. I cut think it it's better floor. if we just kind of mention the apples and then don't actually. It tested have really him, poorly like, with audiences, even though the director still wanted to keep it in. Like feed the guy. And apples. Gus Van Sant was a huge fan of the apples. <laughs> and Gus was like, "Next movie, you're gonna be in it, Hayes. I swear to you." Yeah. Yeah. And then he made the movie just with Matt Damon and Casey Affleck. And I was like, it feels like there could be more people. <laughs> I feel like we need in an this extra movie. or two. I don't know. Just my Jerry. It's like really long and nobody's talking. It seems like there someone else could be talking in this movie. That's what Bill Hader should do. <laughs> That's what Bill Hader should do. Yep. Well. Well, I know what we should do. Leave. Go away. Yes. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure you like it, you subscribe it, you share it, you support Hayes and all his notable endeavors. Leave a little review, you know? Yeah. Podcast should just have it. a like. Just a like feature. <laughs> for this hour and a half long behemoth of a show. Well, I do but- think we have gone like so long on this one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is This is maybe our like- longest episode. <laughs> We're starved for human contact. We yeah. just drag it out for I, as long as possible. I love to see you, Hayes. And if this is the way that I have to yep. do it, then by God. I had fun, too. I make it two hours long. Guys, thank you for listening. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.